0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning And welcome With a heavy heart To the January the 6th edition of the Church Information An open forum show On KNON 89.3 FM Dallas I'm kind of, how can I say it? Under the weather, not because of the weather, but because of events that have transpired in the last week. And what I mean is the obvious the untimely passing of the Congresswoman, E. Bernice Johnson. Uh, I'm trying to say this in the right way because there are regulations on what can be said over the public airways. However, I'm going to do the best I can <clears throat> uh, in order to honor Ms. Johnson and the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. <sighs> so here we go. Everyone across the country knows The Congresswoman Johnson passed last week. But to the consternation of those of us who consider themselves decent people, the circumstances Surrounding her pass- her passing rather was scurrilous, despicable, disingenuous, abominable, and I dare say, according to the news reports that Had that been George Bush in the same situation, those conditions would not have been tolerated. So are we saying, once again, that black lives matter or black lives don't matter, or what are we supposed to say? Because, according to the news reports, the Congresswoman, called her son because she was laying in excrement and urine following surgery. And it brings to the question if a prominent person such as the former congresswoman was treated this way what would How can I put it? The average citizen, how would the average citizen expect to be treated if they were in a similar situation? Okay. 972-647-1893 is the number. And of course, this is the most powerful show on the radio. So if you want to call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about. We, we always do that, but I definitely felt, uh, insulted and disrespected as an African American because of what the Ms. Johnson did for Dallas, the reputation she had, the president's coming down here to uh, pay his respects. But uh, but uh, we shouldn't have to go there with this, okay? However, we're starting off a new year with something that uh, we got to address this. We can't just sit back and try to pretend like the elephant's not sitting on our face. All right, uh, some other things we're going to talk about briefly. I wanted to congratulate... <clears throat> the Dallas Independent School District for standing up for South Oak Cliff by protesting what was, took place at that championship game, which you cannot get that back. Those events in time are st- stamped and etched permanently. However, someone told me that uh, the official that was involved in that controversial call at the end of the game was in the booster club of PNG. So could somebody call in and clarify that? And the the battle for the warehouse on Wheatland. I got to think of a nickname for that one. Is ongoing? There have been injunctions and appeals and it's still ongoing. It seems to be another racially animist confrontation when you have the white business owner wanting to put a business in a black neighborhood that the blacks don't want because of a number of reasons. And now it's turning into a power struggle. So that's ongoing. But we have a call to Pierre. Who do we have next? Who do we have first, Pierre? Yeah, we have Emanuel on one on. Uh, good morning, Imani. Good morning, my brother, how you
1: doing?
0: Well, as I said at first, I'm not doing as good as I should be.
2: Well, you're still alive, thank
0: God. So yes, thank God that. for that.
2: You're gonna work on that one we I had so many friends leave this week, John Larry. So many, so many, so many. I go to funeral more than I do the church, but it's never open. But uh, I want to bring up something. I was at a convalescent home yesterday, mm-hmm. and my sister's in one. She's been in one for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they kicked up, well, well first of all, our people, hi, somebody. and he's doing all right?
0: He's recovering.
2: Well, you are him my love and I love everybody really, at do. But, oh. uh, I've been,
0: I've been going to this convalescent home for a long time now. And can you talk a little louder?
2: Okay, can you hear me now?
0: What do you think, Pierre? There. Okay, all right, go ahead.
2: Okay, I've been going to convalescent home for years now. My sister's been in one. Mm-hmm. And you can, if you walk through the door, you smell them. Right. You can smell these things. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm glad you brought this subject because I was here to run yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so uh, I'm not... I'm not going to say any names, but, uh, uh but, uh, and then these, people, these, people, these people, let these people lay in this stuff so long mm-hmm. that they're rotting out their backsides, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they you, you know, you just smell these things. And when you walk, when you walk in, again, first of all, we don't go sit out people to these things. We love them and keep them at home. But we, we send them off the private industry. They're private and they, they, they're on the stock market and that's why they don't get the care. When you walk in things, you, you walk in, you can smell them. These, people be, these old people be hollering, help me, please, all kinds of stuff. Now, mm-hmm. i not mean, been here to see it. Mm-hmm. And what they do, uh, they don't, as soon as you get in there, the first thing they want to do is, can you wait a minute? And they go clean them up real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I didn't throw my name out there because I don't want nothing to help my sister.
0: Right, that, right. That's that's a good thought. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a real bad problem, and our community need to talk about it. The churches need to open up some time and talk about it. Mm-hmm. We need to stop tearing each other down like we are doing each other. We're enriching each other. Mm-hmm. I talk fast, but I'm used to talk on the radio. But, but thank you for bringing this subject up. It's a, it's a hot subject, and we appreciate you for doing that, my brother. And, I, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to say anything, but the Harvest Institute, we're going to change a lot of things in Washington, D.C. We've have, we have got, we got the lawyers and
0: we've got the money now, but I'll let you know more about that later on, okay? All right, and you brought up a, an important point. Business does not want government regulation because they're not going to be able to do things the same way as if they were unregulated. You feel me? Right. If If, if there me. were inspectors that came in on a random basis and inspected your facility, and the first thing yeah. they notice when they walk in the door is the odor, right. they're going to find you. And then they, and they're going to come back unannounced and say, what have, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And we don't know, at least I don't know, the financial uh, statements I don't have access to, we don't have access to the financial statements of these institutions. In other words, we don't know how much money they're making. So we can't, you know, so. Normally, when something is, 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 is being financed by the government, there is a large profit margin in it. Well, but, you remember
2: the banks were in this. Uh, when they, everything going privatized. When you get mm-hmm. Wall Street, it's like the. A uh, prison industrial complex, a mm-hmm. military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get uh, personal uh, people in and take the government out, mm-hmm. See, they don't have any government regulation because Washington D.C. is controlled by by stuff, uh, the they call them lobbyists. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know just like they got five thousand bank tanks and we only got one. They're when Trump and these people get in there, they go get the homeboys and they give them tax cuts. They don't pay money for. Years and years and years. And years. Mm-hmm. And four years, they didn't pay anything. Obama bailed them out, so they're controlling the whole, the banking industry. It's all about the money, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the problem is, brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, black lives in particular do not matter because if the congresswoman could not get the appropriate care, what makes us as just citizens, general citizens in general, citizens in general, think we're gonna get the proper care. And that's, and that's what we need to understand. We need to be saying something about this.
2: Well, we need to walk in these people, Be the old people who can't do anything, they be screaming out, help me, oh God, help me. And, and they think, they, they well, it's crazy. No, they're not. They'll get mistreated in these facilities. I've been going for years. I DJ in some of them. I, I go play music for them, and they just get mistreated. Now.
0: No, I didn't mean cut them off. I mean, oh, hello. Okay, you still there?
2: Yeah, I'm still there. They get mistreated. And we let out, First of all, we didn't do that till we came to America. We Dr. Henry Clark spoke about that. We we took out just like my mother. She stayed at home. With my sister. We don't send our people off to these strangers. For profit—that's what it's all about.
0: We putting our people away for profit, man. That's what's happening to us. Okay, all right. Yes, but uh, we're going to drill. We're going to drill down deeper into this because there's there's one thing that is going to happen to you if you keep living. You're going to get old. Now, whether you make it to elderly. To the status of elder, elderly, that may not necessarily happen. But if you continue to live, you will get old, and right. that's inevitable. I'm and so, already. I beg your pardon?
2: I'm I'm 75 years old. Okay. I'm just I'm doing good, but it's I, I just feel sorry for my people. Go. What we do, we don't have time. We own a job, we got this. So we put our people away, making these people here. But people can't love you like, like I love my sister. The people there, that have, they don't get They don't get wages, they don't get paid very much.
0: That's part of the problem. That's yeah. part of the problem. They are underpaid and overworked.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you got it. You hit, mm-hmm. you hit the nail on the head.
0: And in some instances, certain ethnic groups, are locked into those jobs because they can't go to other places because they don't have the skills. So I, I noticed that when I went to a nursing home.
2: Mm-hmm. You get the nail on the head, brother. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. And we we letting it happen. And I, I was I'm I, pastors and bishops and all these people that are getting all this collecting all this money. If we would open them things back up, it will help
0: us a lot, brother. Unfortunately. The church, from my from my perspective, doesn't have the influence in society that it once did back in the m l King days. The church right. influenced society it changed society now the church is more of a Sunday party you know happening a safe space for African Americans in particular. They can go there and they can wear their nice clothes and listen to the preacher and listen to the choir and, but they have no impact on society. What are you saying?
2: Well, you're right on that, but you see the key is, if they would even
0: follow the Bible. The Bible says,
2: I was sick, you didn't visit me. I was hungry, you didn't feed me. Uh-huh. I was thirsty, you feed know? me. Mm-hmm. We got brothers on the street. If you go to Southern part of Dallas, we got people all on the street. Right. Where are these men at? If they only open up on Sundays to get the money, then they go out and and, and, and and really, it's not, the church is not what it's, supposed to be no. and the people and they not like Jesus. You know, Jesus he said, here's uh, what Jesus said cops
0: have holes, birds have nests, but the son of man don't even have a place to lay. He's dead. So these cats are lying in Cadillacs and all this. Right. And they jet, you want to get a new jet. jet.
1: <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> you remember that?
0: Creflo said he wanted him a new jet. <laughs> well, Sixty nine million dollars he wanted to spend on the jet. He ain't feeding nobody, he ain't housing nobody.
2: I had sex
3: with these little
0: boys and girls and so. stuff. Uh, yeah, that was really long. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you
2: go now. On yeah. but,
0: but but remember, the mission of the church is service. Well, they're supposed to
2: be servant, but they're, mm? they, they're not. And when they let the government, when I saw George W. Bush passing down on lead, I mean, uh, what is that? Uh, Camp Wilson, at that time, like a couple of years ago, when I saw him going that church. And I, I, I knew that he, the church and state was gone. Mm-hmm. But the, state, the, the, third, the state, the bank controlled the church. That's why the money. One reason they can't open up on certain days. Mm. All about the money. I'm getting in trouble now. I'm gonna let you go.
0: All right. Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up line know. nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have? Pierre, and uh, we have uh, Doctor. Edwards. Uh, just before we have uh, we take a break. Okay. All right. And we'll be right back on the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum, on KNON 89.3 FM or KNON.org if you are streaming.
4: Yeah, what's up? It's, I'm going to with
0: the know. And we're back with more of the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum, with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. All right, Pierre, who do we have? Uh, Dr. Edwards is uh, on the line, too. Good morning, Dr. Edwards. Uh, good
2: morning. How are you this
0: morning? Well, I come to you with a heavy heart, as they say.
2: Yeah, well, uh, you know, we we are, there are some, I don't want to paint everything with a broad brush.
0: And, yeah, there are some, you know, there are some. Uh, Can you speak a little more clearer? Like uh, I said, I don't
2: want to paint this with a, of bar broad and they are to a, a soul out to the uh, to the works of God and their they're there are others who are not so committed to uh, to making things work. We Eddie Bernice was a was a nurse. Okay, this so she was a health professional mm-hmm. and to have uh, the uh, what, what we're hearing happen, uh, it, it just gives you uh, uh, you know, insight on kind of where the whole system is. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the the health system is a the American health system is a white male dominated profession, uh-huh. and what it 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 uh, you know it chimes on on uh, you know us as being you know experimental uh, to be tested, uh-huh. but not to be treated as. They are treated, okay? Mm-hmm. And so uh, they. it's a clear message that it doesn't really make any difference if you are a, a health professional or not. And I, I promise you, I could I could have done some things differently. Uh, you know, I have a clinic there, an urgent care clinic there. Mm-hmm. so clear. Uh, I could have done some other things, gone on vacation, you know, have me a boat, all that kind of stuff, but, but I'm committed to seeing things change or improve or get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've sacrificed a lot of my life and time uh, trying to educate the people that we have to work within our own community. We can't just keep trying to get a dollar five dollars more an hour and leave your people in that community. So the, the fact that this, this woman that, with the status that she has, had to you know, passed away because of negligence, and I think that are going Michelle, is, show, um, is, is, is it, it should be a wake up call to us because we need to coalesce together. But there's there's a big problem with us coming together. I'm not really sure what it is. I don't know if it's jealousy and or you know what 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 actually keeps us from coming together mm-hmm. and, and building our own and work with whoever wanna to work to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Medicine has its it has its uh you know, terminology, it has its menu. So we I don't care who it is, if we can work together to make somebody's life better. White, black, red or green, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. But we're we we you know, they they're in, in Oak Cliff there and whatnot. I think we have been by my office a number of times. Mm-hmm. Uh we get, we don't have. We got more dialysis centers than we have surgery care clinics or primary care clinics, and that's because, as you said earlier, businesses go into business to make money. So they, they could care less. They they look at numbers. Uh-huh. How, many, how many how many surgeries did we do today? How many how many uh, shots did we do today? How many people did so? They they look at numbers. They don't look at people. Mm-hmm. If you happen to get something good out of it, great. But if you don't, don't worry about it. Uh, that's, the, that's their attitude, this capitalistic health care system. Uh, and it's going right. to take us to, to work together to, to do it. But, you know, uh, I, I'm. it's just unbelievable that, that, you know, we continue to allow what we allow to happen to us. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it the best shot that I've got to on. And, uh, you know, and you know, whatever that ends up being, that's fine. But I just think we could be a lot better, we could be a lot more for our community, but we've got to concentrate on that. And uh, all of us,
0: uh, every last one of us. So that's, that's what I, you know, that's what I wanted to say. Well, you know, Dr. Edwards, uh if nobody says anything, what makes one think that the situation would get any better? you know we just walk off and say oh well it wasn't me it was her or them or whatever what makes you think it can't happen to you and what makes you think one think that it won't happen to you yeah well that's
2: that's the there's a there's a a level of ignorance that that lies between you know knowledge and 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 failure and -hmm. that is that is this you know, as long as it doesn't happen to me, you know, it's not a big deal. But it, it, it is happening to you. When it happens to me, it happens to you. Right. It's not, it's not, that's not, that's a poor cool way to look at it because it didn't happen to you individually. You know, that's just not a, it's just not a good, deal. uh, I think we can be better. And at least I know in balance, I know we could be a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about the hospitals, the two hospitals on one side of town, the 39 on the other.
5: And,
2: uh, I don't get a lot of calls, <laughs> you know, to say, hey, how do, we, how do we fix this? Or how do we start to remedy this? How do we, what do we need to do <clears throat> to make this a lot better for my congregation, kind of people at the FHR, you know, my business, people who work for me, I just, I just think that, uh, you know, it's, it's just too much uh, apathy. There's just not enough uh, compulsion for what uh, but we really should be doing. So um, that's that's just my comment today, and I
0: I appreciate you taking the call. Uh, Thank you for your call and comment. Uh, You know, um, you can't wait until after it's too late, because that's the definition of too late. (laughs) You can't do anything about it after the horse is out of the barn or on down the river. So when we get on this radio show or wherever, whatever platform you have and say, well, this is a problem. We need to look out for it, and it's ignored. Well, what what would you think would be the outcome of that? It's not going to be positive. And I, I just don't understand, well... Let's say we're going to try to do the best we can with the resources that we have to make the situation better because I see a lot of behavior that I can't figure out. In fact, there's so much that I see I would spend my entire life trying to figure out why this occurred or why this person did this. But at any rate, uh, I will be getting in touch with you. Uh, I have some other information for you. And uh, we certainly appreciate you being dedicated to the underserved urban areas that you are always talking about. You've been dedicated for years, and we wish you could get you more resources. But uh, we we can say thank you from this show. Is he still there? Yes. Okay. All right, Doctor. There's anything else you want to say?
2: Oh, y'all just have a great uh,
0: and blessed day. All right, you too. That frees up a line for calling and comment, 972-647-1893. Um, I guess everybody's still asleep here. But as we are sleeping, the forces of whatever you want to call them are still at work. So I understand that, you know, this is a Saturday morning and a lot of people have their 9 to 5s. They have to, you know, go to work. And all I do is come in and talk. However, what we do in this show, uh, you know, the voice of the people, we talk about these issues from a perspective that the traditional media in a lot of instances does not have and the listener can also call in and give their unique uh perspective on what we're talking about. Uh we got any calls, Pierre? Uh yeah, Shante's on line two. Uh good morning, Shante.
6: Good morning. How are you?
0: Well, as I said, I'm I have a heavy heart, but we gotta persevere Yeah. Mm.
6: I, I truly understand. I just wanted to call in and comment on the situation with Eddie Bernice Johnson, uh, Congress Eddie Bernice Johnson, and also the situation that's going on across the street with them building the trucking company across the Friendship West. Um, the first thing I wanted to say about Congresswoman is that I believe she was a woman of dignity and, and, and so much class and everything that we've seen throughout the year. And for them to treat her like this, I don't think I found that to be um I don't think I found it to be a surprise <laughs> because this is the way that our people are treated whenever they go into assisted living places like that. And then I can also say that, um, I have two older sisters and, and but my second older sister has worked in nursing homes huh? as a nurse for literally almost thirty here. Huh. and this is what she has seen i can tell you she has gotten into um she's had arguments on the job with with, with upper management about the way the patients are treated about the way it smells and huh. and, and just everything and the thing the solutions that they use to it's even clean those places uh-huh. it, it's, it's very inhumane they don't you know when you think about it they say that they don't use bleach or do anything like that to kill the smells because they cannot afford to use certain things due to some patients are on oxygen. That's And, and, and that's crazy, but I will say this. My sister now has worked at um, an assisted living place over in the White Rock area. Uh-huh. There, are, there, are, there are really no melanated people over there as patients. Uh-huh. And she said when they come out, when they bring the food out to the patients, they hold the food up in the air as if they're waiters. That that that's how much dignity uh-huh. and class that they show um, the white people that are over in that in that assisted living area. Uh-huh. The medicine is given to them on time. She said when you walk in, there is no smell. Uh-huh. She said, These people are treated with the utmost respect. But when you think about the area of where it is and and who's living in those places uh-huh. in, in that particular area. We know what White Rock Lake is.
0: Hmm?
6: We know what all is over in that area.
0: Right, White Rock.
6: And, and, <laughs> yeah, White Rock. <laughs> and there's nothing but money in that area. Yeah. All part of that SMU area in Highland Park. Mm-hmm. People get nothing but the utmost respect and treatment. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think I found it to be a surprise. I don't know. And it bothers me so much because when we first heard about her passing, it bothered me so much because I'm just thinking like okay well you know I didn't know it was that but when I found out what it was I don't think I found it to be surprising at all Mm. how she how she died
0: how she was mistreated Mm -hmm. mhm
6: yes how she was mistreated Mm mhm yep so um and the other thing I wanted to talk about is that I'm a member of Friendship List Mm mhm and I know that um the the council, uh, the councilman, um, they they overturned it at first uh-huh. for these people to be able to build across the street uh-huh. in this residential community. There's you got Carter High School, uh-huh. you got Princefield West, you uh-huh. got the church next to the place where they're building from. This uh-huh. whole area, you got homes in back of that, uh-huh. and I'm just thinking like, if the city had already said no, you cannot build, but to have this overturned when in this van time, you have a panel. Of white people who would overturn this, Mm -hmm. and this is our neighborhood. I believe that often times this is a way how they start gentrification. Yeah. When they start doing things like this, and I feel like that as 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 a community, as a people, we need to be down there. We need to be down there when 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 we have um, when we have other churches in the community going down there. But then we don't see us. Let
0: me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Where is where's the, where's the Dallas Independent School District on this since it's right next to Carter? And where is Dallas County on this since there's a Dallas County administration building in, right next to this? What, 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 have we, what, have they, what have we heard from them? Have we heard anything from them? I have not. Because, you know, this should be a united – this shouldn't just be in the lap of a church when the church is not the only thing in the area. Absolutely. So uh, if someone from DISD can call in and explain what their position is on this warehouse issue, someone from Dallas County can call and explain what where they are on this issue. Uh, you know, this is, it, from, from a sideways view, this looks like another racial power stru- struggle. Is that what this is? Because it looks well, like it I from the side. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: All right. All right. I,
6: well, I, I, I just wanted to say one last thing. If, uh-huh. if D is not doing anything, you should be more in, involved with this just as you are as overturning that football game. That's absolutely correct. In it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right.
6: Yeah. All but right. Thank you so much
0: for your time. Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a line. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. Who do we have here?
4: All right, we we have
0: uh, another caller on the one uh, line one, but I couldn't hear his name, but he's there. Okay, go ahead. Good morning. Good morning, and you got the whole world in your hands. Hello. I don't hear anybody here. He's on, but uh, yeah, the, the sound was a little bit bad, so uh, maybe he can call us back later. Okay, who do we have next?
1: We okay, so we have someone else on
0: line three, and uh, good morning. Good morning. Tony. Tony. You hear me?
7: Yes, how you doing?
0: We're doing. All
7: right. Well, this picture the young lady who called just now. Hmm? But One question I would ask is, she said, somebody need to be down there listening and talking, right? The question is, you could be that person, argue that person, where you downtown, where you at the city council, where you at the school board meeting. uh-huh easy to say someone should be down there. But if you feel that strongly, your voice can be heard. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one thing to, to, to I, I, I'm not trying to say she didn't do that. That's one question I wish you would ask. But when people say stuff, it's like, where what, what are you doing?
0: Are you the change agent, huh?
7: Yes, yes. So, But what I wanted to say, with, with the, what I thought I heard earlier about the medical and all that stuff. Sometimes we take on the way of our oppressor. If you go back to our business, group, business groups, we will we, we commune, meaning that we have a village. We take care of our elders.
0: Okay, I didn't quite, I'm not quite hearing some of the words.
7: Okay. When we were when we were in indigenous people in Africa or wherever wherever we were in the world, right? Mm-hmm. we had communes. Okay. Meaning meaning that we had a village. Okay. That village basically took care of the elders.
1: Mhm.
7: And the elders took care of the the babies. Mhm. And when and part of that, that village concept is when a child reaches 13 or 14, 13 years old, or, or, or 12 years old, uh-huh. they get the boys, they take the boys to write a passage, they take the girls to write a passage, uh-huh. and you and you have to meet these tests to become an adult. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, what, what we what we are allowed is this: America is a, stands on individuality. Okay. And, and and if you listen to what the people say about America. It
0: is not a democracy. It is a, it's a republic. No, let me let me put something in. It's actually neither. It's a plutocracy, where you have a few people yeah. controlling the majority of the wealth. Okay. So. Oh,
7: no, fact, fact, fact. I'm, I'm just giving you word. No, no. I'm
0: just I just want to get that out there because that's a yeah. uh, a misconception that people have about America. You know yeah. you know you hear republic, you hear democracy, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. it's a plutocracy where you have yeah. one or two percent of the people controlling eighty or ninety percent of the wealth
7: and and so with that, they teach that you know you can put your own stuff in your own bootstrap they teach you that you can do it all by yourself mm-hmm. whereas they don't like the word community because mm-hmm. community are Communism, how you want to put that that T in, in whatever in front of it means uh, the, the collective. Out, you know. And so the thing is, this, the reason why that warehouse is going to be where it is is like you said, the plutocracy. I'm gonna put things in place where even if you use the people to speak against it, I control the levels of power. And if you're in the community, meaning the collective. Guess what? Everything that you talked about this morning is going to happen. And the reality is this. We live in our own little bubble, and then when that bubble is first, we call in. And the first thing is this. What are we doing as individuals? Are we going to talk to our community? Hey, I went down to the city council meeting last night.
0: All right. Hang on a minute, uh, Tony, and we're going to take this quick break, and then we'll be right back with more of the most powerful show on the radio. Church information in open form with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the line,
4: you know. Can I kick it right here? here? we go.
8: Well,
4: it's time to make that change.
0: Of the world... And we're back. And I want to interject something, Tony. Uh, uh, the way the show works... If you or I or some other caller makes a statement uh, that may have referenced a previous caller, you have to call back next week and then re you know make your comment your response. We can't go back and forth because we've got other callers waiting. So, I'm okay. sure that some of the son going to say, Well, you know, V tells me I should be a change agent. Is he going to be a change agent? And so, okay, but, yeah. but so we'll, we'll, we'll continue that next week. Okay, now we got three other callers. So, kind of wrap it up for me, Tony, and then we're going to hope to see, hear from you next week. Okay, let me say this one quick. Because what I do is this I
7: don't go to the council meetings, but I do go to talk to my, my mayor and my city council to be river cutting. I do talk to the school board people personally, when I see them out in the community. Mm-hmm. So I do that part, because is, I think is, I know people don't have time to go to the council meeting and all that. Mm-hmm. When I go, I hit them with all my issues right there and there. And so they know, they might not want to like me, they might not want to hear from me, but I do that for my community. Cause I like, like this, this is my concern. So thank you, I, yeah, and you're right. Respect to the lady and all that, you're right, it, 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 it's a two-way street.
0: Mm-hmm. And in addition to that uh, and thank you for your call and comment when you're an elected official if you're how can I say it if, you're, if your slate is clean and some up someone comes up to you in the, in the appropriate form with an issue you can address it this is a call in show somebody calls in they have an issue I address it I don't run from the issue. <laughs> right? I, we talk about it. Okay, who do we have next, Uh Pierre? And next is uh, uh, Bill on uh, Lane 4. Good morning, Bill.
3: Uh, good morning, Leon. Good, good
0: to morning, hear from Leon. you. Yes, yeah, so, well, uh, you
3: have a good topic on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm here to say that uh, my father got rescued, so so uh, was in a nursing home for 16 years. Ooh. And, of course, he passed away in 2000. Okay. And uh, my mother was at the nurse's home every single day. We mm-hmm.
1: rotated to take her to the nursing home every single day. Mm-hmm. And even then, mm-hmm. even then, he didn't get the care that he, that he should have. You know, uh, mm-hmm. my father had suffered strokes. So he was paralyzed on
3: one side. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he needed help for everything. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they would leave him there, you know, stalled and whatnot and uh, and went through all of this, right? Well, one thing led to another. You know, in the years past, in the 16th year there, was last year, he mm-hmm. yeah, had days there, you know, he had a feeding tube because he couldn't swallow through his mouth anymore. Mm-hmm. He had a feeding tube, right? Mm-hmm. He fell off the bed one day. This is what this, this happened at night. Supposedly, mm-hmm. that's what they told us. They mm-hmm. called. And uh, they picked him back up whatnot and put him back in bed. Well, the next day, he fell again. And uh, we called the doctor out, we showed up, right? The doctor stood outside that room and told me the so-called doctor quack <laughs> uh, uh, the white doctor told me we should let our father go told me we should let our father go. He lived his life or I said, "Are you crazy? I wanted to knock
0: no, him. he's not crazy. that's racist, <laughs> yeah,
3: it's racist. you know? It's you're not, not my crazy. Told me to let my go. That's despicable. No, yeah, I told you you're not your father, right?
0: Right. And, <laughs> yeah. And, well, let me let me tell you let me tell you uh, what happened to my dad before he passed. Uh, those nursing homes, the, the 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 people that work in them, it's like working with a 198 pound infant. If you can imagine having to pick that person up, turn them over, and clean them off, and blah blah blah, and right. you and you get minimum wage, right? So I would go out there and I would bathe my dad. And so right. one day we were sitting in the, I was sitting in the room talking to my dad, and what happened to him? He he had started having vascular degeneration. They started taking off his toe, and then they took off his leg. And so, uh, I started smelling this foul odor. So what the heck is this? So he was in the room with another guy, so when I pulled the curtain back, the guy had just turned over and defecated. So oh, okay. I told the nurse, right. and of course they have to come in and they have to clean it up. Right. Now, those people were making uh, 20 dollars an hour or whatever the appropriate raise, 25 dollars an hour to do that, right. they would be much more uh, committed. To providing... Look, also, a, huh? Right. So
3: it's also, Leon, less patients. I mean, less, uh, you know, more
1: people.
0: Exactly. More staff. People. That's yeah. exactly right. More they needed staff. more staff. Mm-hmm. And, but because, as Dr. Elwood said, it's privatized and there's no regulation, uh, they treat you just like, well, we'll just throw you in there and pay whoever we can pay the food with you. And then, like what the doctor said, just let them go and get that bed freed up and get somebody else in there.
9: But see,
3: I I think myself it shouldn't be privatized. First of all, you know, and and it, it should be regulated. Also, you know, in my opinion, most of the churches now, mega churches or whatever, they need to be regulated. Also, <laughs> they, I, I don't think most of them should be, you know, tax exempt.
0: What was it? Who was that uh, that uh, had this back and forth with uh, Eddie Long, uh, Chuck Dasho, or one of those senators? Because Eddie Long had taken, had started a nonprofit or something, and he took a half a million dollars out and bought a house and a new car, and right, right. you remember that ten, fifteen oh, years ago, reg- right? So uh, yeah, that's that's you're exactly right. Uh, it's it's not it's not an institution for service, it's a business for the pastor. Mm-hmm. For
3: the pastor, that's all. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about government regulator or all that, but at least.
0: Not tax exempt. You well, know? And, yeah, because you're abusing your tax exempt status for right. You know, that should right. be income. That's you. You putting it down as so. something as income. Right. you, and, you,
3: know, uh, if, you if can You, have, you know, all, all these gigantic pastors, mega churches, or whatever. They, you know, they need to file income tax too. You know, let let's see. You know, pay your fair share. You know, they're mm-hmm. part of the problem. They're part of. They're part of the one percent
0: and no, and and, their and their then care. you and then you also have uh you remember the Trump tax cuts? Oh yeah, I remember. Those have never been repealed. Right. So if you repeal those tax cuts and put this tax uh structure, tax brackets back to where they were before Trump altered them, the right. the treasury would expand, you know, I don't know how much, enormous, might double because you'd have corporations who are for profits will be paying their fair share as opposed to taxing individuals who well, don't get their money until after the taxes are taken out. Right. So, And
3: but, you know, we, also, you know, we need, that's why we need to vote. You know, get 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 somebody, uh, Congress in there, and whatever, so they can all work together. You know, and I'm not talking about the Republicans. I'm talking about somebody that, that, <laughs> that can repeal this, you
0: know? No, they're not gonna, Republicans are not gonna repeal it. They put it in place.
3: Yeah, they, they put it in place. They can repeal everything else, but they can't pay it. But, you yeah. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. okay. know. But that, that, that was just my opinion. It, it's a shame that, what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, God rest her soul, you know, and I, I've been to these places. We were in and out of different places. First of all, because of pay. He couldn't, you know, my mother and father couldn't afford mm-hmm. proper care. Okay, second of all, the care that we had to go from nursing home to nursing home to nursing home, you know, Mm-hmm. because of pay and because of care. Mm-hmm. they were all the same. We are all the same. Because mm-hmm.
0: they're not regulated.
3: They're not
1: regulated. They're all the same.
0: And, and I wonder, uh, what, what is it like in those countries that have universal health care, like Canada or England? What wonder what those facilities are like.
3: I don't know. Now, I've heard Canada is a, it's, a, it's a, uh, one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Canada, Switzerland, one of the best health care systems for seniors in the world. Mm. Okay, but you know, in my, in, in my, uh, you know, as far as the Mexican people my, or Hispanic people, most of them, not mm-hmm. all, you know, we try to take care of our elderly, you know, until, until the last day. Mm-hmm. But Sometimes you can't.
0: It's a cultural sometimes
3: thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a cultural thing because sometimes we can't because of the level of care. Right. We need. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes we, we we do more harm than good. Mm. You know, but but they don't do any good. So it's just like from harm to harm. You know, it's just, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it is just the two ways street. When you get old, you know, like this is different. My mother passed away, you know, a couple of years ago in a nursing home. But she was only there for a month. We took care of her till till we till she could till we couldn't any longer. Mm-hmm. You know, because she had to have hourly care.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But anyway, uh, so that's what we try to do. My mother-in-law, we, she took care. They care. Her daughters took care of her till the last breath mm-hmm. well, that's what we try to do you know as much as we can
1: mm-hmm.
3: anyway you know, i'll just talk i, I just thought I'd call you and let you know firsthand experience what i've been through that sure you know we and uh but you know I, i'm getting older i'm 69 years old myself so mm-hmm. you know I, I i don't know what's gonna happen
0: keep your exercise know, up keep taking those vitamins and you'd be yeah, surprised
3: take the best care keep moving around keep
1: moving around as long as i can
0: right all right Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have next here? Pastor Moss on the line uh, one. Is that Pastor Moss? Yes. Good morning, Pastor. Morning. Good morning. Good morning to Pastor Barnett. Wishing
2: him a happy new year and a swift recovery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. You know what?
0: I want to tell you something. Uh, I'm
2: proud of you. Oh. And uh, for
0: having <laughs> such a talk show. <laughs> well, you know, I'm following the footsteps of one of the greatest civil rights uh, advocates uh, of all time. In, uh you know, the, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Because he's right. been doing this for over 30 years. And so right. I just. <clears throat> You know, stand on his shoulders and see go. how far I can reach up.
2: There, <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, I've been listening to him a long time, and I have, we have talked, and I've talked with him over the air several times. But let me, let me uh, on that, uh, Congress lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say to the family if they're listening, don't sit down. Mm-hmm. Stand up. And you're not going to go for what happened. Mm-hmm. And if we keep sitting down, things are going to continue to be like they are. Mm-hmm. Because now, I've been here a long time. I'm seeing some things happen today that I saw back in 1950s. Mm-hmm. All right? So it's not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. They're to set it up. But let me tell you, uh, these great Mago churches... Now, I know they raise a lot of money every Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'm saying right now to all of them, and the small ones too, mm-hmm. don't let the government dictate to you what you need to do with your money.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm listening. Because
2: it should be that the church should be governed and ruled by the all power of the Almighty God. The government shouldn't have nothing to do with your money and tell you how to use it, mm-hmm. all right? Okay. Because I believe the church, the churches, uh, especially the big megal churches, should have the control over the sickness. Uh, those on the street should be able to take care of these people, mm-hmm. all right? Now, one thing about it, and then I'm going to get off. It's one thing about it that i saw back in the day. hmm When you have a voice, and then white people get scared of you. Okay. When you are in challenges and know your rights, mm-hmm. they are afraid of you. I haven't saw no man yet, like Martin Luther King. mm mm-hmm. afraid. See, if you're afraid of dying for right, then you don't need to be in the forefront. hmm you don't need
0: to be in the front if you pray. It. So, well, let me let me let me let me bring, and I want you to keep stay on the line for me. Let me bring a little okay. t- taste of reality to you. Oh, okay. Nobody wants to get their brains blown out because they're standing up for what's right. Nobody wants that, and nobody should have to 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 uh, undergo that. So, uh, we're not Jesus, right? But in twenty twenty three. When you start shooting at somebody, they have the right to shoot back. Okay, I just want to put All it out right. there. Okay. All right. So you have a right for self-defense. Nobody has a right to try to do any bodily harm to you or your property because you're standing for what's right. Okay. Right.
2: I understand. Hmm. Yeah, I understand that. Right.
0: Yeah. Now, now, let me ask you one other question, and I, you know, and um, how do you feel about what we talked about when we mentioned Eddie Long and his uh, and his taking, call, having a what do you call it, a nonprofit, and then he takes five hundred thousand dollars out of the nonprofit and buys a house and then another hundred thousand dollars out and buys him a Lamborghini or whatever what is your what is your uh, what is your comment on
6: that
2: alright I'm going to be Hmm. Blank I'm going to be blunt, Blank that's greedy mm-hmm. that's greedy and uh, that was doing that uh, to blindfold people so they would think he's doing good one way and he's doing bad another way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like these people want these not need jets and things. Careful, dog. And Labradini's and all that. Get a job. Don't take from the church. Right. Go get a job. Buy you a jet. <laughs> if you want one. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm mean, i just telling
1: you. Know, <laughs> Jesus didn't have no jet. No, he did not. Exactly.
0: Got. What would Jesus do? <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? He wants.
0: He walked. That's right. And if he didn't walk, he rode a donkey. He rode a donkey. That's right. That's right. You have some right. correct. We don't
2: need. We don't need us preachers. Don't need no jet. You don't need to get nowhere that fast.
0: No. <laughs> and if you can't, just buy your ticket. <laughs> I mean, they'll fly you where you want to go. Just buy a ticket. <laughs> I mean some of the most famous uh, preachers of the world, they just get on the airline. Al Sharpton, yeah. people like that, they get on the Jesse yeah. Jackson, they get on the plane, they fly where they want to go. Yeah. But we gotta take our top of the hour break and want to thank you for your call and comeback. Make sure you call, you know, whenever you feel like it, uh, to the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum on 89.3 FM or KNON.org if you are strong
4: yeah,
0: what's up? It's time. I'm gonna Here we go. And we're back. For the second hour of the most powerful show on the radio. Church information in open Forum With your host the Reverend Marion Barnett Senior. Alright. Let's go back to the callers, Pierre. We got a line for who do we have? Uh yeah, AD is on the line too Good morning, Eddie. Good morning. And you got the whole world in your hands. Uh, y'all
4: got me
10: online?
0: Yes, we do. Uh,
4: yesterday I went to the uh, library, law library downtown. Dallas. Mm-hmm. To send some information to the Congress, the library, because I couldn't get Mister. Robinson, the lawyer, to mm-hmm. help me with this real estate paper. Okay. Uh, when I give it, you know, fax everything to the Congress that the government did, what you, how I I can't get nothing into Congress
0: with my flash drive. And, and okay, hold on just a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm trying to make sense of what you're saying. You said, you could, what? You said you tried to call Attorney Robinson. Yes, to help me with this stuff. That was about a
4: month ago. Okay. Okay. And I never got no response. So I'm trying to take it up on my own without a lawyer. Okay. Fax it out to, the, to the Congress. From the uh, law library.
0: Okay, you went to a law library? Yes,
4: yeah, and put my flash drives in those computers to try to send everything. So, you know, the government building, will send everything to Congress. It never made it. <laughs> yeah. the, they say at the law library, they said, that ain't never
0: happened.
4: We ain't, you know, I said, well, what
0: law, bri- li- li- what law library are you talking about?
4: The Abram Johnson Library downtown, where you do all your grant writing
0: at. Okay, on the fifth floor or whatever of the... the fifth floor. Okay, and you talked to the librarian? Yes, and,
4: and the computers wouldn't go into Congress. So I'm going to just put it like okay, that. Okay, you're
0: saying the computer wouldn't go to Congress. What do you mean by that?
4: Well, on my flash drive, my AI, my AI, artificial intelligence I have, there's a lot of stuff that happened in the 1800s in Texas and Oklahoma for the black women and oh. that I wanted them to look at.
0: Because most Okay, but what I'm trying to get to is you tried to email them something. What are you saying?
4: It's all in my family name since the 1800s, all the way from Texas, Oklahoma, and the Carolina, since slavery.
0: Okay, but what? what hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm trying to get the logic in here. Are you saying you tried to send something to an agency in Washington, D.C., using the public library computers? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and what ha- and what did not happen? What are you saying?
4: Uh it never went through Congress. I couldn't get into Congress at the library or nothing. The library couldn't help me or nothing. Okay.
0: Did not do because it, Okay, in order for you to get help, you have to say something that's how can I put it? It's got to be logical. It has to be uh because I can't make any
4: well, this was, is this what happened. Okay, from Texas to Oklahoma, what ha- what I've been doing for the past three, four years is uh, going down up in Oklahoma, messing with the Chow Indians, the Native Americans, and the Black Freemans from Texas. So I've got Texas and the Black Freemans to come together. And most of the Black Freemans here in Texas, they don't know the book all their life, but they don't know how to go back to their mama, mama grave in claim You know, just like when President Obama became president. Uh, what happened? All the churches had to pay. All the
0: black churches in the ghetto had to pay taxes. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just put it that way. No, this, uh, no, 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 no. Hold, on, hold No, no. You you got what you need to do. Go back to the library because it doesn't. What you're saying, I, I we can't. We don't. I, we don't. We don't understand what you're saying. Okay. So when you get yourself together, you know, call us back. You know, 972-647-1893 when you have a more logical uh, way of saying, okay? Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, We have uh, Randy on the lane four. Uh, Good morning, Randy. Randy, you there? Hello? Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay,
4: good.
2: Uh, I called with some good news. I was going to call last week, uh, but I didn't uh, get in. But uh, last month, uh, there was a discovery of a completion of a test of 100 people. You know what sickle cell anemia is, right? hmm Okay, 100 people. They uh, went through this uh, process of, do uh, you know what CRISPR is?
0: Yes. It's a okay. gene editing team software system.
2: So Mm -hmm. those in the audience is not sure what it is. It's a gene editing technology. Well, apparently they have been able last month on NPR.
0: Am I still there? Yes, you are.
2: Okay. On NPR, let's show apparently last month they completed a uh, trial study of a hundred different people Mm -hmm. that was went through that has sickle cell and went through this CRISPR technology. And they cured sickle cell on all 100 people.
0: Mm-hmm. Saw it on the news. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That is, phenomenal. Mm-hmm.
2: That is fabulous news, man. Mm-hmm. So hopefully in the near future, they will be able to put that out into the public on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. And it'd be a glorious day.
0: It I just want to, to
4: call them with that good news. Well, that's
0: absolutely fantastic. And it was on the news. And it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much. Fantastic. All uh, right, you take care, buddy. You too. That right, frees right. up another line for call and comment. 972-647-1893 is the number. And who do we have now, Pierre? Albert on the lane two. Uh, good morning, Albert.
4: Hang up. Okay, well, he's
0: gone. All right, who do we have next? So we have no. All right, someone just uh, called on lane three and is on the air. Good morning.
10: Good morning. Go right ahead. Hello? Yeah. Uh, good morning, uh, uh, everybody. <laughs> uh, the case, the thing that happened to uh, Congresswoman Johnson is uh, an example of uh, basically right away capitalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people don't, people don't want to recognize that. They, uh, in other words, the, uh, the shortcomings of capitalism but free enterprise should not be allowed to just go free. And and that's what we had out there because those people were operating for money. Mm-hmm. They really were not concerned about the health and welfare of the people they're supposed to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And some things, just, some things are, are too important to be left up to uh, uh, money-hungry money uh, bloodsuckers, and, <laughs> and that's one of those things. Uh, other things, like uh, uh, the uh, the price of uh, electricity, uh-huh. things that are going to keep us from, from freezing to death, uh-huh. uh, they should be controlled by the people as opposed to uh, private enterprise and, and free enterprise. That's uh, something that we're going to have to come to terms with because uh, the people, the party in, in power in the state of Texas, the Republicans, uh-huh. they want to, they favor what they call free enterprise. They don't want any restrictions on uh, the uh, convalescent homes and the uh, 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 people who sell electricity and stuff like that, and we need to make Until our-
0: they need some electricity. Until
10: uh, they freeze the death, yeah. Right, then they so want the they
0: government fall. to bail them out.
10: Right, but but business has got to be restricted. As a matter of fact, capitalism has got to be restricted, and a lot of people don't like to talk about it capitalism in a bad light, but I, w- I just want to make that point. Mm-hmm. And if when it, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the surface about uh, Representative uh, uh, Congresswoman Johnson's case, I think we're gonna find that she was fighting to, uh, to uh, fix the situation out there uh, because I'm sure she didn't just let it happen to her. Anyway, thank you very much, Leon, and uh, we'll see you next time.
0: All right, thank you for your call and comment. That frees up another line. Nine seven two six four seven. Excuse me. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. Who do we have next, Pierre? And Sandra is on nine four. Good morning, Sandra. Good
8: morning. Good morning. Um, could you tell me if Reverend Barnett also suffered from a, a staff infection? I uh, don't know. And he had the same kind. Of- we had the same kind of uh, back surgery as any Bernice had. But anyway, I want to tell you a little story. I I, I, I attended, I walked into the emergency room at St. Hospital on Gaston. Uh-huh. And as soon as I approached the desk and opened my mouth and no voice came out, immediately that attendant said she had a stroke. And before she could snap her finger, I was sitting on a gurney rolling into emergency room. Okay. And Yolanda and Yolanda Williams happened to pass by and told the nurses that I was a former counselor.
1: Okay.
8: And I got treated with the most respect. I then went to rehabilitation at the White Rock facility mm-hmm. that children talked about. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it's true, they used to hold up the trays. They used to hold them up so you wouldn't get any germs on them. Mm-hmm. Everything was clean, everything was thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Thick and thin. But most of the people there were white people, mm-hmm. and they were being served by mostly black staff members, for they were Not African Americans, but Africans.
0: Africans.
1: And
8: mm-hmm. they And and that's right. And they, they are held their job with pride. Now, I'm saying all of this to say, let me me give you one other example. Former councilwoman, I mean, former councilman, James Fantroy, he went to the medical unit of the federal penitentiary and he was quoted in the Dallas Morning News as saying that everybody in that prison hated to see him leave. Because while he was there, everybody got served the things that they wanted to eat. Everybody was, uh, you know, everybody treated him with the highest, most respect. And if people can do, former council person, former council person, little old people you know, uh, common grassroots people, and Ingrid Johnson was a nurse
1: uh-huh.
8: and a congressperson, uh-huh. and to he allow her to sit in her feces or lay in her feces, which was unbelievable. Hmm. And so I was like, I don't want to bring rape into this matter. I, I really don't.
0: Well, uh, there 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 might there was a racial component i mean i mean <laughs> i mean we don't have to this is 2023 this is not 1923 we don't have to like pretend like that didn't happen or it doesn't happen because it does and it did mm-hmm.
8: and so uh i would like to know what was the weight of the nurses that were there uh the principals or the CEO or the manager at that facility. Okay. If people get treated in a penitentiary differently, you know what? I I Once I got arrested by Thomas Jones and the sheriff at that time, Sheriff Bowles, he said, no, I'm not going to let her go inside my jail. She's going to sit out here until midnight. She's gonna be she, she's gonna sit out here till midnight and then you let her go. She's not gonna go inside my jail and look at all the different things that I may do wrong and mm-hmm. she's not gonna, <laughs> be gonna judge me. So, 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 so if a public person is a nurse, she's gonna be raiding the facility and she's gonna be doing sure yes. call somebody if you are uh, mistreating her yes and so if there was could it be that they had to have known that the woman was the nurse and a congressperson? they had to know of course for one thing to get that they, for one thing she got a lot of calls that's one thing i
0: do know. let me let me uh, let, let me let me interject here for a second in a lot of instances when you achieve status
8: mm-hmm.
0: and you're an African American, you know, that that raises the ire of some people. They don't like that. And so oh, surreptitiously, yeah, if they can get a chance to, you know, throw a little shade, they're going to do it. So you know, to ignore four hundred years of history, you are being you're being manipulated, you're being played. You're not woke. You see what I'm saying?
8: Yeah, I I, I, I do. I do. And maybe maybe it was because uh she's an African American person and to them she was just another Negro Right. was laying up in there. just another Negro. We got
1: you. And maybe
8: <laughs> you know, you know? So, anyway, I thought I'd bring that up. And, and uh, I do hope uh, that, uh, that she's successful in her lawsuit. And I really, really was so proud of her. She called the lawyer herself and told them that she never wanted to see another person to have to go through what she had gone through. Mm-hmm. And so that means that Eddie Bernice, She was aware. She was a, no, she fought. Yes, she fought. She fought
1: mm-hmm.
8: until her last breath. Mm-hmm. She fought to so that nobody else would have to go through that again. Mm-hmm. And I do admire her. And now uh, thank you very much for
0: taking my call. You're quite welcome. Uh that frees up a line, Pierre, for calling coming, nine seven two, six four seven, one eight nine three. And we'll be right back after this quick with more of the most powerful show on the radio church information and open forum
5: well it's time to make
0: that change alright we're back with more of the most powerful show on the radio the church information and open forum show with your host the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr uh, before we go to the callers uh, Ms. Sandra was mentioning something about the lawsuit and I thought I wanted to interject this in Texas you're only worth a million dollars Because it's capped. So, no matter how egregious it is, the state of Texas has capped these lawsuits to a million dollars. Okay, now who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, We have uh, Ike on the line one. Good morning, Ike. Good morning. Good morning, how you
2: doing?
0: Well, we come with a heavy heart, but we're going to move on anyway.
2: I I think I could be corrected. I think the cap in Texas is
0: $250,000. Uh, there's uh, one for punitive damage and one for something else because they, they, they made that kind of, they, they brought that out. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I think George Bush, back when he was president did something
2: like that. Uh, one reason I called is uh, I was listening to, you know, y'all talk about the warehouse. Uh, over on Wheeland Road with the ongoing fight. Uh, I was told they had a hearing this week. They did? And uh, they had uh, put in place a restraining order. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for, I think we go back to court on the 17th to uh, try to push forward, you know, to, to get a permanent restraining order, which I'm so
4: glad the fight is continuing because everything we get in our community,
0: we have to fight for. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, for four hundred years.
2: <laughs>
5: again,
0: for four hundred years. Right,
2: like, right. Like, well, more than four hundred years, you know. Uh,
5: but well, anyway, let's uh,
0: see: sixteen,
2: nineteen, four, ninety, four hundred and four. Yeah, but we had to. We fought not to come here, so you can add those years on it too. Okay. So. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, a, a lot of times stuff that we hear on the news, it's like uh, you know, I'm not gonna inject myself into this Eddie Meet Johnson thing. I'm gonna wait until some things kinda settle because we can uh sometimes we jump the gun without getting all the facts and make it more make the fight more difficult because one thing she was not in the nursing home, people talking about how bad these nursing homes are. And I can imagine I've been there several and uh but I think he was in a rehab. Mm-hmm. We have to. We have to really start counting up the cost of the battle and know how to fight because, uh, like you said, they stay up all night long figuring out how to suppress or how to fight us. And we have to be careful because sometimes through media mm-hmm. we are fed certain information to make us react a certain way, mm-hmm. and we miss the whole point. And we have to be careful because, you know, certain things that happen, you can get a ticket and the police officers can fill the street wrong and you can win and beat that ticket, although you were guilty for running a red light. So that's what I'm saying. Let's be more detailed and use more tact when we in these kind of battles because we gonna always have to fight. If there's no, and, and as we fight, just like voting we, we we fought to get people to vote now we got people that are voting that don't know how to vote so we come back and start educating people on candidates and who to vote for so but like you said this is the most powerful radio show it is and we need to use it because one thing about power the same power that can save you can destroy you so Y'all have a good day, and I'll continue to listen to the show. All oh, right. One more thing, Leon. Uh-huh. One more
0: thing. Sure. Uh,
2: B-I-S-D did not inject itself into the fight against this warehouse. Why they did that, I don't know. But I do know that Trustee Foreman wrote letters saying she's against this warehouse. He's been in it ever since day one. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when... You know, when we say D-I-S-D, that doesn't necessarily mean that that the trustee, that's D I S D school board trustee, is not in the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say the city council voted to do certain things, that don't mean my city council person voted for it. They could have been the lone vote to vote against it. Mm-hmm. So we have to be, you know, make sure we kind of understand that sometimes because... They can say, "Hey you uh, we did a, a a survey in South Dallas, and the voters, uh, they want to, uh, uh, the 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 big part." But then, what did they do the survey at? What do they go and get all this data at? Because data is important, but we got to watch how they gather data because sometimes we being hoodwinked and don't even know it. And so. We, we just continue to fight, you know what I'm saying? So we have to really try to help those. Like, it's like uh, one of the callers here. earlier, I'm not gonna call his name, talking about going to city council meetings, school board meetings and different things. Right now, we at the charter review board. We got commissioners there trying to stop different things or looking at different things that they wanna put forward in that charter of Dallas. The charter is the one that the rules and the laws that governs Dallas and the city how it is uh, operation, operating. Operated. Okay, There's some things up there now that we've been trying to get people to look at. They want on mayor, some of them putting in for that. We don't want a strong mayor type of governance. They want to move the election for city council and uh, school board trustees to November instead of May which would get it down there tangled up with all that other bureaucracy and all them Republicans and where well, they can pull more money into it and they can control these elections when you can go right there in your own neighborhood on, on a Saturday, we talk about the elderly people that can't get out to vote. So somebody have to go in on Saturdays and take them to the polls when they off work. So if we let them move the election to November, you know, on a super Tuesday in November, how many people can get off and take their mom or they somebody to to go vote? So we have to take a look at all these things and we're gonna have several community meetings and we're telling the community to come out and get engaged and find out what you can change because sometimes you have an opportunity to change things and we miss the opportunity because the information is not there. I haven't seen but one, Thing on TV talking about the Charter Review Commission, and it was on a uh, Long Star Politics the Texas politics mm-hmm. on a Sunday when most when most people at church. Mm-hmm. So we, you know we talk about these preachers, and we have to be careful how we talk about other people's preachers, and start looking at the church we go to because some of the things we're looking at that's outside the wonders. If we take a turn around and look
0: at ourselves, we might be involved in some of the same things and don't know it. And y'all have a great day. Bye. All right, thanks, Ike. A couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, You mentioned uh, Representative Foreman. She is more than welcome to call in to 972-647-1893 and give her perspective on what's going on on Wheatland Road. And in addition to that, whether it be emergency room, primary care, rehab, or nursing home, it is inappropriate for a person to have to lay in their own feces. That's across the board, no matter what facility they're in, it's unacceptable. Okay, who do we have next, uh, Pierre? Uh, we have a concern caller on our line two. Good morning, concerned caller. I
4: think we just lost the call. Okay,
0: she's Good morning, concerned caller. Nope. I think she got this She thing. got, oh, she's there's out. one line on there. Yeah. There you go. Good morning. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah,
11: I got disconnected from at your end for some reason. All right. so I Technology to is not perfect. Concerned concern caller. <laughs>
0: All right, what's your concern?
1: Oh,
11: hey, Mr. Leon, how you doing, my friend? Yes, my concern is two things. You guys were talking about, uh, this one caller was talking about needing electricity. Now, unless you're Amish, you're lucky because you don't need electricity. (laughs) 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 You know, and second thing is, my concern is, I went to Baylor Scott & White in the emergency room. I was mistreated by a colored woman. Uh-huh. You know, she, I told her. Geez, what color was you she? she Colored woman. I meant, I don't want to be racist on the radio. I mean, what
0: color I, was she? She's, she's <laughs> black, oh, okay. She's I just got to make sure. And
11: I'm, and I'm Hispanic. Okay. You know, and I love all people of all colors. No, no, no. You don't
0: have to go through it. I just want to find out what color she was. All right. Now go ahead. Oh, okay.
11: I was so disrespected by her mm-hmm. she goes each time you come in I have severe asthma first of
1: all.
11: Mm-hmm. She tells me you act like you you don't there's nothing there's something wrong with you and when there's nothing wrong with you. I go, Well, what makes you think that there's something wrong with me? When a person What's comes going? to the emergency room, there's a reason why a person comes oh, oh, to the emergency okay. room.
1: Yeah.
11: Am I right? Thank you. I uh, there's
1: a,
0: there's a yeah, reason. I mean if you are you asking a question or are you making a statement? <laughs>
11: <laughs> I'm making a statement.
0: Okay, we'll go right ahead. Right right. uh, the fact
11: is, when a person goes to the emergency room, the fact is, it's something is that person's okay. individual Thank now. In. She's yeah. not God. She can't tell what a person's going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I got scolded by her. Okay. I got scolded. I was disrespected. You know, I've never been, I'm not going to go back over that. That's so wrong, and I got mistreated. Now, I was talking to my PCP about that place. That place there, they only care about their own people. I mm-hmm. don't know that for a fact, but that's what I was just told. And you're absolutely correct And laying your own scissors, that is so wrong. And I hope she gets uh, a good reward, that the family gets a good suit, a lawsuit on that family and their family. And bless your heart, she died at a young age, you know, at a very young age.
0: Hello? Yes. uh, Can you hear us?
11: Yes, she she died. Blessed little heart in her family. My prayers go out to them. She died at a very young age. Mm -hmm. A very young age. uh, This should not have happened. You know what I'm saying? No. This should should not not. have happened
1: on
11: their watch. So uh, have a good day and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. (laughs)
0: Thank you for your call and comment. 972 647 1893. Uh, is uh, is uh, uh, is our broadcast signal being heard by the audience? Uh, we, we we are checking. We we are we're, we're working on it, and uh, we have Elena on line uh, uh, three. Who? Elena. Elena. Yes. Uh, good morning, Elena. Colorado. I beg your pardon. Good morning. And um, you know, I don't want to for us to make this out a black and white
2: issue. But, you know, I look at it... This okay, time.
0: hold on just a second. You, you got to start over because the first part of your conversation, it, it kind of cut off.
2: Okay. I don't I don't like to hear that this has been made out of a black or white issue. Uh, th- these these places are overpopulated and, and understaffed.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. let me let me correct something for you here. <clears throat> this is 2023. If an issue has racial animus in the in the, uh, background, then we, we have a, you know, we have a obligation to, you know, make sure that that is part of the discussion. Okay. Sure. Okay.
2: But what it's saying is this,
1: is that I have
11: a loved one in a nursing facility, a
2: nursing home. Uh Uh-huh. And you really, and this is just to everybody. Uh Uh-huh. Be really so active. I'm not surprised to hear that uh, our loved one was was, was led
5: into and all. I'm not because I've seen that.
2: Mm-hmm. And and you go out and you, uh, oh, okay. you you go out and you you complain to the nursing station. Well, what they do, they pass the buck to, to somebody. Well, this is not my hall. This is, I have gone in there got my loved one up out of the bed mm-hmm. wash uh wash the bed change the linen many times mm-hmm. take took pictures so you gotta be you gotta really be proactive and they tell us for people that I have discussed because I was so unhappy about it tonight at Baylor' mm-hmm. this is at one of the other uh facilities mm-hmm. but I'll find too that uh you got some that
0: are better than none but you want what you say he's got some that are better than what
2: none you got those uh we had him transferred out farther east their care is a lot better mm-hmm. but you still, you still I still have to go out to make sure and he's 45 minutes away from me
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I still go out to see. That he is taken care of, mm-hmm. clean. Uh, his bedding is changed because they—they. They, it is so many of them in there. Mm-hmm. These seniors. There's so many senior people in there. Mm-hmm. Every time you go in there, the staff—you got a new—you got a new set of people that are working on. Some days I find on Sundays that they work with the. I call the skeleton crew, but i mm-hmm. so. You know, I, I'm sorry to hear that about her. I, and I think I said, well, Lord, maybe it was just her time to go. Unfortunately, Mm-mm. we had to go that way. And we don't like right.
0: it. Let, let, let's, let's, let's dialogue with that for a few seconds. Uh, because it was her time to go does not mean it should be exacerbated by, how can I say it, medical care that is substandard. Okay? Because if you get proper medical care, it may not be your time to go. You may heal properly and then come back into society. So, What has to happen is that this should be a wake-up call to to people to understand that if it can happen to her being the person that she was, having the status that she had in society, it can happen to the average citizen. Is, Is that appropriate?
8: Okay. I, agree, I agree with everything
5: that, that you're saying. That, that is why we have, when I loved
2: one, before my mother passed, and my mother worked at Baylor for over 45 years as an RN, mm. she,
5: and this is true, she worked when they had the white caps and white shoes and all that, when they really cared. Mm. But one thing she said was this, do not put me
8: in a nursing home. <laughs> because
0: she's seen the way... Pierre <laughs> looked at me and said, yeah. <laughs> These the people that they hire, they're
8: just
2: in there for a pay, which is not what they're wanting. They're here today. They're gone tomorrow.
0: Now, let's stop right there for a second.
11: Okay.
0: These people are underpaid, and they're understaffed. Okay? Exactly. And what happens is, when you have a lot of adults, it's different between an infant... And an adult, if an infant soils his diaper, well, you just take the diaper off, drop the, you might want to put him in your kitchen sink or whatever, your bathroom sink, scrub him off, put another diaper on him, put some baby oil on slap him back in the crib. When you got a grown person who defecates on themselves, that's a whole nother world, especially when they're not mobile. They can't get up, and clean themselves. You got to turn them over, pick them up, clean them up, clean the bed, blah, yada, yada. And then you get nine dollars an hour or ten dollars an hour when you really should be getting twenty-five. You feel me? Oh, sure. And then you got two people or three. Uh, uh what do you call them? LPNs? No, not LPNs. What do you call them? Uh, there's an initial designation for those people that do that. Uh, when you when you got two and you should have ten or maybe eight working right. at shift. So that one person is not overworked and burnt out but the nursing home might be turning this astronomical profit margin that you as a patron or as a representative of a patron have no idea what the profit margin they're making so when they tell you oh we're doing the best we can well they're not maybe not doing the best we they can they're instead of them making you know hundred percent profit, they may be only making 50%. And the other 50% should be going back into the salaries of the personnel and et cetera. Okay? You feel me?
11: Oh, sure. I agree with,
0: All
2: right. I agree with everything. It's, it's just a word I'm just trying to get out. Uh-huh. And, and I know that that our loved ones, and what I've heard, that she was requesting and her and her family members were on top of
1: it. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: But you got to tell you, I have been dealing with this for going on three years. Hmm. Got to be proactive.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
2: we'll let them sit there in their crap. Ooh. Uh, my brother's pressure gotten so low one time week they couldn't even get a blood pressure. Mm. And this, this is just how they do you tell them something. Well, this is, uh, as just to say, this is this is not my hall. Let me tell somebody else. He needs this. It takes them hours to get. Until I start going in the closet and getting what I needed. Take take pictures. If you don't, if you see something that's not right, they have what they call I Don't. I can't remember, call the name correctly. I'm Busman. I'm, I'm Busman.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm
2: Mm-hmm. Person that kind of oversees the facility, which I was in contact with. Them. This, is the first, this is all new to me, which I was in contact with them as well, and it did change some, mm-hmm. some now, some, but not much. So
8: all right. You have got to be so active. That the people, those people sit around there and they're moaning and they're groaning and
2: help me. And, and if you're black, the white folks ask you. Uh baby, can you help
0: me? But ma'am, I'm not a nurse. But this is the kind of stuff that I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> All right. We gotta we gotta move on. The lines are full. Really so thank you for your call and comment. Okay. <laughs> okay. And make sure you call back again. Uh nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the okay. number. So who do we have next, Pierre? We have Concerned Citizen on line one. We've got Concerned Citizen. Good morning, Concerned Citizen.
9: Hey, Leah. Hey, quick question. Two quick questions. Mm-hmm. First, and for, first and foremost, uh, we're talking about what happened to uh, uh, Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson, and I'm sure that they'll get to the bottom of that. But i got a question for you about is there a difference between
7: a convalescent home and a rehabilitation facility?
0: there may be a difference uh technically speaking i'm not i'm not sure i'm i'm not you know an expert on that field but there there very well could be a difference
7: because i hear i hear a lot of the listeners calling in
9: kind of talking about convalescent homes as opposed to rehabilitation not either one i agree with the statement you made it's on un- Acceptable for mm-hmm. anyone to have to lay in their feces. So I just, I just think there needs to be, there is a distinction. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the medical field, but I've had loved ones
7: that, that had passed at different facilities, and I concur with some of the statements that I heard. But there is a, there is a distinction.
0: Yeah, as, as, uh, as well as a hospice. There's, a, there's different levels of stuff like that
7: correct and I just wanted the listeners
2: mm-hmm. to keep in mind she was in a she was in a facility for rehab, rehabilitation mm-hmm. not because she was dying or she no, she was
0: recovering her. from surgery
2: she was recovering and that makes it even worse
0: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely because, So I mean she was controlled she knew what was happening and mm-hmm. all of that and
9: it just bothers me to even think about that. So I, I just wanted to put that out there.
1: Well, yeah. The well,
2: thank
9: you. The second thing was, mm-hmm. the second thing was, I've heard for a month the discussion about uh, what's going over with the, with the zoning at Friendship West, over there with the uh, 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 warehouse. What is
2: that? The warehouse. Mm-hmm. And I thought I heard. You now help me out, now help. I thought I heard that
9: the zoning had already took place. For that facility to be built way before uh, uh, Friendship West was built, before mm-hmm. the county was
2: built, Absolutely. before the churches were built, mm-hmm. and all of that. But yet I hear the
9: pushback from the community, not saying that I agree with it at mm-hmm. all. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, while wow, we continue to argue and fight as if this is happening and it just started happening, I think we got to look at the fact that this man had already
2: got
7: approval to build this facility, he just didn't build it. And he has the right to build it when he wants to build it. I just don't I don't see why we're so
9: upset about upset about it as if he didn't take the proper protocol to make sure that it happens the way it's supposed to happen. So I'm just I know we can cry and complain about a lot of stuff, but we gotta make sure that we're doing our due diligence to make sure that that the proper protocol
7: was followed. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, uh, let's take this quick break and then I I, I think I have a response. But we gotta go okay. uh, to our break because I hear the music in the background. On the most powerful show on the radio, church of information, open forum, with the, the host Reverend Marion Barnett, Senior. We'll be right back. Is, well, and we're back for our final segment on the most powerful show on the radio of the most powerful show on the radio. Church Information Open Forum, the host, Mary, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Uh, we got a special guest, our esteemed station manager, Mr. Dave Chaos, and he wants to come in. And he wants to have a, a brief statement on how he feels about... Uh, well, good morning. Good morning. Did I say it right, Dave?
12: I, I think esteemed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Did I? I I'm, I have mean, to get I'm just saying. Now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. Well, well, you know, you know, Leon, it's an honor and a privilege to be the stage manager down here at Kana. And we got so many fine, fine people on the air, and y'all volunteer to come down here because you believe in it, because yep. you're part of the voice of the people. And, and you know, what was also an honor was here at the Voice of the People, we heard from Eddie Bernice Johnson mm-hmm. once a month, uh-huh. quite she regularly, did. unless there was some pressing business uh-huh. in Washington or she was doing the work of the people to the extent she mm-hmm. couldn't. Mm-hmm. She always would call once a month mm-hmm. and talk with Reverend Barnett Absolutely. and take calls from the people, direct calls. Now, Leon... These calls weren't filtered. Mm-mm. There wasn't somebody talking to the caller and going, mm-hmm. "Oh no, we're not putting you on. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll put you on. We like you. No, that's not <laughs> how it works here at <laughs> that's Church That's not how we do it. That's me. not how we do it. It's uh, it's it's just the the raw deal. It's <laughs> right. going on. It's, right. We're putting it on there, mm-hmm. and uh, no, it was it was such an honor to have Eddie Bernice mm-hmm. part of KNOAN. She would call down here once a month when uh, we were in the middle of that COVID mess. Mm-hmm. We went to uh, CPB and and you know they they kicked us out the program. They don't want to give us no money, but that's that's another thing. What? She advocated along with me on the phone uh-huh. to the leaders of that organization to get oh. KNOAN funding restored, and they still wouldn't do. It. They didn't oh. like us because we were friends with Acorn at one time, I think. But that's well, the extent she was willing to go for KNON. Hmm. When the chips were down, she, mm-hmm. was, she was there with me advocating to try to get us through the COVID thing and try to get funding like all the other stations got. Mm-hmm. Of course, we never got it, because well, we're, we're the voice of the people and that's not what most politicians care about. But Bernice, <laughs> Eddie Bernice Johnson did. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take a moment And say rest in peace to the Honorable Congresswoman, Eddie Bernice Johnson. We will always appreciate her contributions Mm to k whether it was calling in and talking to the people Mm -hmm. at the Voice of the People, Mm -hmm. or if it was behind the scenes advocating with me to get funding to help us through Mm -hmm. a crisis that happened to the whole country. Right. Eddie Bernice Johnson was there for the voice of the people and uh just just wanted to to make my comments here and especially on the program that she supported the most, Church and Information Forum. Her and Reverend Barnett on the air together. Now that was the thing right there. That was there there was there was no BS going on then. That that was that, not playing, as they say. Uh, Leon, you're doing a great job with it, man. I'm gonna let you get to it. You got a lot of calls and not much time.
0: Uh, uh, thank you so much you, for Dave. your efforts, Leon. Because Dave, you've you've been supportive in you know even well, since we've been you know having these you know things go on. So we thank you for your support.
12: Absolutely, absolutely. And and it's uh, you're doing a great job with it. And our, our brother Pierre is doing a great job with it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to let you guys get back to the great job that you do. And you got about 10 minutes here. And thank you to the audience. Thank you to the audience for your calls, for your pledges. For your listening, for your support, mm-hmm. you're part of the voice of the people. Mm-hmm. When we say the voice of the people, we mean you, 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 and you over there fixing <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> I'm gonna let you back to the count. All right, thanks, Dave. And
0: again, we want to uh, say that we appreciate your support. Um, I want to quickly respond to uh, what was said about the zoning. And uh, Lori Blair can call in next week because we probably don't have enough time to get her in since the lines are full. But when the, the person that owned that land got that zoning for that warehouse, it was like 25 years ago or something like that. The only thing in that community was Carter High School. The rest of it was a big field. So at that particular time, it probably wasn't as much of a problem to have a a warehouse there with a bunch of 18-wheelers running down Wheeling Road, except for the fact that Carter High School was there. But now, since you have the church, you have a park, you have a government building for the county, you have a community, you have Children's World, you have other things like that that are there now, uh, it's inappropriate, in particular when the community says it's not good for the community. It may be good for that person who owns that land, who will own the warehouse, who doesn't live in the community, but the people in the community say they don't want that. And that is a thing that has been going on when it comes down to what's happening in this country for centuries. You know, slavery was legal, but it wasn't right. So I'm going to leave it right there, and then I hope this gentleman can call back and talk to Lori Blair about it. Uh, when she wants to call in. All right, let's go to the next call, Pierre. We got eight minutes. And we have Councilwoman Arnold on the line one. Now. Councilwoman Arnold, it's great to hear from you.
1: Good
5: morning. Good morning. Uh, just quickly, what I would like to state to the audience as we talk about zoning uh-huh. is that zoning changes the behavior of a community. It establishes expectations in terms of behavior. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm gonna to continue to, this is an educational piece. Mm-hmm. We must continue to educate our community to be woke. When you see the signs that say proposed zoning change, that is your cue to call that number to find out on that because so we post that that's a city sign. Mm-hmm. You have a number that you can call to find out exactly what the proposed zoning change will be or will include. That's first and foremost. We keep ignoring those signs. Mm -hmm. Number two, the other piece we need to be educated on, and that's part of our job of educating our community, but just so we'll have this conversation piece, it's called zoning by right. Mm -hmm. That means by right, it was zoned that way. And so, for example, with single-family zoning, Single-family zoning means by right, we're looking for single-family structures in that particular zone. When you have commercial zoning or retail zoning, that is a different classification, and you are not going to see houses built in commercial zones. So every zone has a behavior. Every zoning has structures that speak to the definition. And so when you hear a special use permit, for example, that's asking for a special uh, exemption to what the zoning was established as. So by right, the frustration by right, especially in, in many instances, if I've had conversations with folks who said, oh, you put that liquor store there. Well, by right, it was zoned by commercial so they could build that gas station and apply for their... A liquor license or alcohol and beverage license because that's not a that's a commercial zoning or retail zoning with everyone that fits. so I'm mm-hmm. just gonna encourage us to stay look stay vigilant say what those signs uh, announcing the zoning I also want to say this by right doesn't necessarily mean it is the right thing to do you own the land and that's why it's so important when we talk about ownership when you own the dirt, you get to make decisions. When you don't own dirt, it's harder to make decisions. But when you have a community that stands up and simply says you may have a right, but it's not the right thing to do, then I think that's, it, it is behooving to that individual to take a look at what the outcome would be if, indeed, they decide to go ahead and do what they want to do because their bottom line is profit Mm -hmm. and so when we weigh things as a community and stand up and say by right you have by right but if we have environmental issues Mm -hmm. public safety issues Mm -hmm. other issues that will come out of this uh development then there's a concern so i just wanted to put that on out to the public by right and we and i would like to follow up i know we running out of time because we're having other conversations now from a council member who wants to define vacant properties in single zones, in particular single-family zones, as by right, so the uh, developer can come in and put a fourplex in in a single-family zone and by right because the lot is vacant. So we have to stay woke on this, and we'll do what I'll do what I can in my capacity to co- continue to educate. But we must stay woke and we're just going to continue to say the same thing. I heard Mr. Ike say that this morning. We've got to stay woke and be educated. We've got to read for ourselves so we can get our understanding and it's good to have a healthy dialogue. But once again, by right means you have a right, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's always the right thing and every situation has to be weighed. So thank you for allowing me to weigh in on it. We're going to continue to pray for this city. We're going to pray for The uh, family, Congress, the Honorable Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson, and her family. But we must stay woke on all things that affect us as individuals. So, thank you for sharing, and we're going to continue to pray for Reverend Barnett as well. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, and thank you for your leadership on the radio. All
0: right, thank you for your call and comment, Deputy Mayor Pro Tem. I got it right this time. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Pierre. Who do we have next? All right, we have. Tony on nine two. Uh, good good morning, Tony. Hey,
9: how's it going? Hey, real real quick. Um, the the private care facilities. Uh, there are a lot of private care facilities, and the distinction is they cut out the. Uh, I guess the payment that insurance is going to receive, and so those workers there at those private care facilities, whether they're rehab, hospitals, ERs, or what, uh, the staff makes a lot more, and you get a lot more. Uh, you get a lot better care, and if you look up like down Mockingbird and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's like private ERs, or you see small places where it looks like small ERs are. Mm-hmm. Those places actually get a lot better care to people. They just don't take anybody off the street. It's either usually cash or uh, half, twenty-five uh, percent insurance and a high uh, high payment. You may walk in and pay two, three hundred dollar payment. Versus you go to the ER and you only pay like $50 to $100. Okay. So, so I just want people to know that. And then with the rehab facilities and all that, it's, it's the same thing.
0: All right. We got one minute. Uh, who we got now? All right. We have, have someone, someone on line three. three. Yeah. We'll go right Good ahead. Hand. You got 50 seconds. Hello? Yes.
5: Yes. i just like to say real quick. I'm looking at the clock. I know I don't have no much time. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to say condolences to uh, Sister Eddie uh, Bernice Johnson, the congresswoman. I want to say uh, get better, Dr. Uh, Barnett. And uh,
8: that company knew that the school was over there when they bought the property. school's been there since probably the 50s.
0: All right. Well.
5: So that's all I got to say. All right. Oh, yeah. Call,
0: call and, back uh, next week. Uh,
5: another person died, too.
0: Uh, call back uh, next week. We got to go because we got to make room for the workers' beat. So that's all for the most powerful show on the radio. Church Information, open forum. And we getting out the way for the workers' beat with Gene and Bonnie.